This is the Loading Ready Run Past for July 4th, 2009. Happy 4th of July! Or... Or 5th, probably, because it's probably... Or, woke up. For lie. For lie. For jai. For jai. Independent. Yes. ID4, Matt. ID4, yes. Yeah, Independent. Independent. As you may have guessed, this is the... Uh, we're talking about uh, the pub this week. So that was our attempt at various portmanteaus. Oh! Hilarious. Hilarious. Now, Aren't we witty? Uh, again... Portmanteaus. Unfortunately... <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think it doesn't really work with one word. You can't portmanteau with the word portmanteau. I just, it's probably already a portmanteau. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, unfortunately, once again, uh, the people who actually wrote, wrote this video, are uh, or, or most, Kathleen actually wrote this video. Um, I don't know. I think Graham also had some input into it. Uh, maybe, I don't know, they'll be back tomorrow, so maybe they can do a supplementary podcast. But they probably won't. Probably won't. I'm yeah. not going to go. I'm they're not getting back no. in until late, are they? No, 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 no. they get back early tomorrow. Do they? Yeah. Oh. I think Graham will be back by like noon, I think. Mm. I was under the impression that they weren't getting back until quite late. Well, well that no, would be cause unfortunate. Because then, then he wouldn't be able to get back. To, he, his plan was to come back into Victoria tomorrow. Hmm. I see. That's anyway, like, damn, my plans for hedonism at home in the apartment. <laughs> well, I've been enjoying this. You, uh, you, you put off the hedonism till the last day. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been busy. Come on. But like, I uh, thought I had time. You enjoying your bachelor pad? Yes, I have been. Yeah, going around with no pants on. Yeah, walking around naked, rubbing my junk all over all, all of his stuff. Uh, yeah, but of course, you, you do that anyway. Yeah, well, exactly. Granted, I'm that's like a you, dog. That's how you mark your territory. Exactly. Just rubbing uh, my ass on the carpet. So, uh, Paul, you're the only person here who had any carpet. sort of involvement <laughs> hey, in this video. I boomed this entire fucking video. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I did, yes. Oh, I did yeah, not know Jared that. was there. I didn't know you were there. Because uh, I was so good at booming, you didn't see me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see, uh, when he's doing his job right, you don't even notice it's there. there yeah. uh, you only notice the boom guy when he's got, like, the shadow in the shot or something. Yeah. So, um, this is uh, the second video we shot with Andy. Uh, this was actually shot on the same day as the other one. Uh, and this was actually the, uh, the Oak Bay Tea Party, which Andy, that was the actual reason why Andy was in town, was for the Oak Bay Tea Party. Uh, uh, which and is just, what? The Oak Bay Tea Party? Yeah. It, well, basically, uh, Oak Bay needed to protest uh, being part of Canada. And yeah, unfair, taxa- unfair taxation. Uh, you know, <laughs> We it's based it's it's actually it's Oak Bay it's Oak Bay uh, which is a municipality of Victoria uh, protesting because they want to be more British than they are. <laughs> yes, the uh, the upper crust of people from Uplands go and hang out in the little tea room, and everybody else hits the fair. Yeah, it's basically the only like the carnival. Uh, it's basically the only fair in Victoria area. I guess the Sandwich Fair. Is well, there's, right, yeah, there's the Sandwich. Yeah. But but it's the only one in this area anyway. Yeah. Um, and so it's got, you know, Ferris wheels and a midway and all that stuff. So, uh, and they used to have fireworks, but then they kept blowing up the island that they shoot the fireworks <laughs> yeah. off of, so now they don't do that anymore. Uh, so anyway, um, Andy was in town for that and among other reasons, and I have to really, uh, thank him very much for deciding to shoot this video with us instead of going, he was going to be going, going to the, uh, going to the fair, and he decided to shoot this with us instead, so... Thanks a lot, Andy. Yeah, shot on the day, same day as uh, economic stimulus. Yeah, and uh, also uh, Brad, which is this is the first video that has both Andy and Brad in it. Which, as I think I said in the forums, you know, the fan service just has reached an almost lethal level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I'd like to make point of note here uh, to all those people calling for more Andy and more Brad on the forums. Two things: one. If we put more Andy and more Brad in the videos, then they wouldn't be as special, and you wouldn't mm. feel as much uh, pleasure and joy when you see them. Um, two, you can't we, have ice cream for every meal. I know. And two, if we put Andy and Brad in every video, we would look really terrible by comparison. Well, let's be honest. Brad's, Brad's no spring pear, peach, whatever that phrase Chicken, is. Chicken, I think. Chicken. <laughs> uh, I think, I think Brad peach. does an admirable job. He has one role, but he plays it well. He's like Nathan Fillion that way. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Nathan That's Fillion's way cooler than Brad. I don't know. Brad's They both cool. have quite respectable chins. They do that, both that have that quite have respectable that. chins. Sorry, Brad, but Nathan Fillion outweighs you. He's way cooler. Mm. Sorry, Brad. He's apparently from Alberta. 
If I in Dillion? Yeah. Yes. Um yeah. Yes. He's Canadian. Good for him. <laughs> uh, so, uh, this video, um, I, don't, I don't know if I really have that much to say about it. Uh, as always, um, if you can do like a frame-by-frame frame thing, check out the, uh, the chalkboard uh, in, the, in the room. We are writing all sorts of silly things on there. Uh, other portmanteaus and other, other club business that we were thinking of. Um, because that's always what we do for no apparent reason. Whenever we have a chalkboard. Whenever we have a obviously. chalkboard that's going to be seen in the background and nobody's ever going to actually notice anything on it, we spend a lot of time covering it with crap. Probably more time than we should. <laughs> yeah. Probably more time than we spend actually filming the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Frankly, there wasn't a lot to this video. Yeah, no. you know, when you have two professionals such as Andy and Brad anchoring the whole thing, it just it comes together so quickly. Up at UVic? Yeah, this is up at UVic, obviously. Yeah. I think this was actually in the same room as we shot... Uh, Every the, other video we should the, the poker, poker video? Uh, no, no. This is in the same place where we did the Metal Gear Solid video. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Or it, it was either in the same place or the same place, but down or up a floor. It feels like they're, it's they're been all a while identical. since we've been at UVic. Like it actually it, has yeah, been a while. It's been a while since we've done like a full video of UVic. Considering we, mm-hmm. we usually do basically every other video up at UVic, yeah. it's been like a month or so. Good. Since been UVic, Good. UVic was getting kind of worn out. Yeah. We I need have... to start branching out and no, finding I, new locations. I completely agree. <laughs> and I, I mean, in this, in, but in this case, I think it was appropriate. That I think yeah. I think a place like this would be no, at, no, at I, a university. Yeah. In these videos, yeah, it works. Um, I like the idea. It's not It's really established in the video. Whether this is like whether this is just these like crazy people, <laughs> or whether this is actually like an official like organization that does actually decree somehow they get to decide what portmanteaus <laughs> become official like in the dictionary, yeah. or whether these are just weird crazy people it, who, yeah, are, who, are, bunch, who it, are fans of portmanteaus. It's a bunch of of social outcasts at a university somewhere that make all these. Decisions. Yeah, and presumably without Brad, there's like just three of us kind of sitting <laughs> in this room. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's pretty much that. So, the pub, which is also a port. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, the final portmanteau there was that going to be explicitly? Oh, actually, before? yeah, yeah. We should talk to. She mentioned that. Um, <laughs> in the original script, that was actually explicit. The uh, caught the bunt. Uh, that was actually explicit, and uh, but we decided um, after looking at it that uh, we decided we we haven't actually said that word in. In, 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 in a video, and I'm kind of happy with that. I don't know. For some reason, I consider it to be worse than, uh, you know, fuck or something. A lot of people yeah. do. A yeah. lot of people do. It's it's sort of, I don't know, to me anyway, it sort of has this extra sort of derogatory overtone to it that, it, that, well, that the rest of the, the, most of the other swears don't have any particular gender bias to them. No, it's true. But that one does, and so I try not to, I try not to use it myself. And the so. thing is, there are swear words that have a gender bias against men as well. Like, the, the common argument is that there's no word that corresponds to that there's regarding dick. men. Um, <laughs> there is. It's just we use them much more freely, and they've lost their yeah, impact. Lost their yeah, um, yeah. Whereas like, we keep holding this one particular word really sacred and taboo, and it maintains its impact. People would just so start using just... it. It wouldn't be as offensive anymore. All right, uh, so what you're saying is everybody should use this word all the time. All the time. All right. All right. Come, I don't know, but I mean... It, I'm not going to start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, that, you guys start first. <laughs> given, that it's, given that it's an expletive that, you know, is derogatory at a specific group of people. Yes. Similar to, yeah, I mean, other words like that we don't say either because it's offensive to that group of people. I'm not... It's, I don't... No, I, it's, I don't see any reason that we need... It's like, you know, we should say it more often too so that it doesn't have the impact... I don't think we need we need a new word for, for like <laughs> no, we have that's true. it's it's we we have that that area is pretty pretty well covered. It's true, and I I I, I do not legitimately advocate the. Well, that was loud. That was, that was really loud. loud. I, I do not really actually advocate the, the you know. You're just playing the, the overuse advocate. of the word. I'm just playing the devil's advocate. Yeah. But I can call you a cock, and while it you know. It could be said that just in the gender bias and sort of how we treat men and women in culture, calling you a cock has different connotations than yeah. Calling yeah. It also mean chicken though. I was going to yeah. say well, yeah. it does. Yeah. 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 I mean, you're calling yeah. him a rooster. You're calling him a rooster. In reference <laughs> to genitalia, are you saying that Paul gets up early in the morning and wakes everyone else up? Yes, yes, I am. You're but, kind of a uh, dick, Matt. Yeah, yeah. But I'd, like you, you can make at its definition, you can make the same. 
yeah. statement towards a man as you as you can using that word towards a woman. Um, it's just that it's there, there's there's a more negative connotation associated with the use of yeah, I mean that s- word. Swear, is swears have all sorts of connotations aside from their actual meaning. Right? Yeah, but I mean, uh, saying you know saying fuck is a lot different than saying. I'm having sex with somebody. It's true. <laughs> it's true. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things with the sort of evolution of our language that when you when you start using a word and you use it constantly and regularly, it becomes cliche and it loses its and then, meaning. And then we have to find some more offensive And then offensive you have to find words. some other new, more offensive word. But it, it simply by using the word, you rob it of its power, mm-hmm. which is interesting. By, it's, it's by keeping it... What would Ursula Le Guin say... Indeed, but uh, uh, by keeping it sacred, we we give it the power that we assign to it. Okay. Anyways. Anyway, so that that's Portmanteau. so anyway that's the uh, you know so but it's sort of an interesting uh, just an idea that there you know we looking very wrong we we always sort of I think I, I always at least sort of perceive us as kind of a PG thirteen operation for the most part. Um, you know, we we do obviously say swears, especially in our podcasts. Uh, especially but when Bill's here. In but in um, in videos, we do also say swears, but we don't say. We try not to do them sort of casually. We try to use them for uh, for effect and use them in situations where it's appropriate. Yeah. Uh, we use it for because the problem. I mean, of course, the problem with swears just in regular things. If you again, if you swear too much, then it becomes standard, which is not good. That if you really are pissed off about something. And you say fuck all the time, then you have nothing to say when you're <laughs> really mad. So, uh, so I think you know we like uh, the son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the that's probably the most obvious use of uh, uh, you know swearing for extreme dramatic effect. And there's no way that that would have that had to be a swear like that had to be yeah. an extreme swear there to make the video now work. Does mom still argues that that video would be better without the expletives. Mm-hmm. My gosh darn toothpaste! Yeah, I, see, I don't, I don't no, get it. Doesn't carry it though, but, right? But like, she, she's, she argues that it's, it's using swears as comedy in and of themselves instead of for, to emphasize something else that it's not funny. Mm-hmm. That's that's the one video of ours that she's just like, I can't, I, I don't see what people like about it. Luckily, we're not aiming funny. our videos to her demographic because <laughs> everybody else but seems to love that Something else to keep video. in mind is <clears throat> when we started loading Ready Run, we were really stead- you, we were all steadfast on the whole no swearing thing mm. but it's definitely become the audience is almost also i mean a lot of our viewers have grown up with us now i mean there yeah. there are people out there who could have been 13 when they started watching us who are now 18 yeah. 19 years old right like weird that, that is really weird actually to think about yeah that. Huh. yes and like, then then there's the group of girls at ae who would have been like eight eight, eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when we started this it's just frightening uh, but yeah, so it's um, so anyway. So loading ready to run. I, I at least I've always perceived it to be sort of in the PG area, where the idea being that you know we, I think you know I think we have some younger people watching the site and stuff, and I'd like for our stuff. I mean, our stuff might go over people's heads a little bit in terms of the actual content, but I wouldn't want it to be uh, horribly offensive to people. No, and I, and I gotta say, my mom watches the site yeah. a lot. Like my mom is. What she phones me when the site hasn't updated, and like if we have a late update, she's like, "Where's the video?" And I'm like, "It's wait, it's coming." So, and so you know, I don't want to do a video that you're I'm ashamed. To that I'm ashamed to show my mom. Yeah. I I have to admit, I I have not gone out of my way to make sure that my parents have seen Son of a Bitch. <laughs> I I like I. My parents really like that video. Yeah? yeah, I. My mom doesn't like swearing very much, just in like on principle. She now that said she does it pretty regularly, but she doesn't like the overuse of, of curse words in media. So if a movie has a lot of swearing, she'll typically shy away from it um, or not enjoy it very much. Um, so I don't expect that she would particularly like that video. Tally's, but, Tally's mom is the same way. But my uh, parents in general just don't watch the site. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I there are a few videos that I'm dubious of whether I necessarily want my parents to watch. Economic stimulus. 
Actually, I think my parents would like economic stimulus quite a bit. It, but yeah. it's, it's that... But it's, like, it, it's just, you know, it's mostly when I'm doing things that I think they would disapprove of, or the videos that uh, I'm not super keen to I was, my I was really interested in AE that we ended up, that economic stimulus ended up being a video that we showed in public to a ton of people who may or may not have ever heard of us. Because... That was the video that happened to be the one <laughs> up that week. It's not our fault. <laughs> I thought it was really good. Yeah, I don't think there's anything so bad with economic stimulus. And the thing is, uh, just, uh, well, someone left the room when the when the lemonades line came up in yeah. in one of our panels. I mean, I guess if you are have some sort of uh, have had some sort of horrific experience with AIDS, it might be kind of bad, kind of lighthearted. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But uh, anyway, that's uh, so. That's Can't please the, everybody. It's true. It's, it's a simple. It's, fact. I mean, yeah. I mean, loading, ready, run. Please anyone. We've we've <laughs> always we've always been based on the fact that you know we we do things that we ourselves find, find funny, funny, and if other people and find so funny. and there's there are videos like it's, you know, it's like I said, my, my mom watches the site, but there are there are videos that I that we do, and she's like, well, I didn't like that one. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's fine. There I are videos that I don't we do make, that I go like, eh, I didn't really like that one. So. I pretty much like every well. I, I like videos more or less, but I I'm a pretty big fan of most of our videos. Yeah, well, I I usually enjoy all of our videos, but I definitely there are ones that I think are weaker than others. Yeah, well that's true. But uh, <laughs> there are some that I think are stronger than others. Bump in the night. Go back and watch it. It's so good. <laughs> it really is. It was very underrated. I feel vindicated. Yeah. I thought it was a good movie, and nobody liked it when it came. I out. loved, I loved that one because it was my duck sounds. Yes, I yeah. liked it quite a bit too. Uh, sure, now everybody, yeah, now everybody likes it. But it wasn't us that didn't like it. You don't even realize there's like nothing going on except for the audio. So yeah, yeah, Which it was actually, cool. it, and it was actually uh, that that was that right after that we were on uh, Graham and I were on um, North by Northwest the CBC and they actually played it on the CBC nice. and it was like oh yeah that's actually how it's supposed to be <laughs> you know it works perfectly as an audio thing uh, they also did Halo I think which oh, also really? works really well that as could audio work thing. yeah that would work really well as audio uh, anyway so what we're playing now maybe sure uh, Matt what are you doing um, I'm still playing Final Fantasy 7 I'm playing WoW um, that's about it I downloaded Star, or I, I reinstalled StarCraft rather, so that I can play. But I haven't actually played it with anybody yet. I, uh, I did play a skirmish match the other day, though, and got my ass handed to me in about seven minutes by That's the computer. Hard. The yeah. computer to beat the computer, you have to stop their first rush. That's about it. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. <laughs> I did not. Jer, Jer, I don't know. I um, like. I finished Fable, and after that, I was sort of at loose ends for a while. And I started. I I um I've been playing Zelda on the DS, but I got to the point that I got to in it before when I burned out, and I'm just feeling like I'm burning out on it again. That's so yeah, I, I what, what about it is burning you out? I don't. I, I, what I like about Zelda is playing the bits that are Zelda. You know what I mean? Like going through dungeons, hacking monsters, taking their stuff. Um, you know, finding items and using items that I have found to progress further in other places and things like that. I, I'm tired of all this, like, do this stealth section, chase the ghost ship through here, uh, do this sailing bit. Do, I don't Overcomplicating. Want, I don't yeah. want that. I want to play fucking Zelda. And that is, I think, like, whenever I get to a point where it's like, okay, now do this weird touchscreen game, and I, I'm just like, I don't care. I want to play the Zelda bit. That's what I, New Super Mario Brothers was ingenious because it was just Super Mario Brothers again. And sometimes when I when I buy a game that yeah. says Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> that's what I want to play. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I, I just am feeling like I'm not so keen on on uh, on Phantom Hourglass, and I may never actually be able to finish it. I did start playing Castlevania Order of Ecclesia again on my DS, and I am really, really digging it again. So, like, what happened with it with that game is I got right to the end of it during Desert Bus, and then then I oh, got, paid, to, oh, yeah, to I got paid to delete my file, and I was like, right, I was at ninety five percent or something like that. <laughs> I was like, I was close to the last boss, but I hadn't actually seen the last boss yet. How much did you get paid like for that? Two hundred. Yeah, it was like two hundred. It was pretty good. I, I don't know that I would have the strength it was, of will to be able to do it for that little. It was a bunch of money, but the problem was then <laughs> I, I knew and I knew this would happen is after doing that, I I tried going back into it like straight away again, and I couldn't do it because I just couldn't bring myself to play through the entire game over again. That's exactly what would have happened but, to me. But now that I'm playing it, like, you know, six months later, it's really good. Um, like, what I what I liked about, um, and you've probably heard me talk about this game already, but what I liked about um, uh, or 
Symphony of the Night is that it's very simple um, insofar as how it's laid out. Um, and things the the, uh, the GBA games got more and more complicated as they were going in terms of magic systems and things like that. And and this one has that sort of simple feeling to it again, which I which I appreciate. And it's it's much harder than any of the other Castlevania games of in recent memory. So it's it actually you know you'll go through long hallways full of monsters as is typical of the the two D Castlevania games, but because the monsters are actually threatening and pose a challenge, it's... Um, it's not just time-wasting. Exactly. I mean, you feel like you're you're really working to get to, to get across that area, to the point where it's like, okay, I'm halfway through this level, my health is low, do I really want to keep going? Well, I've got a good drop item back there, so I'm going to warp back to the town and try it again. And, uh, yeah, I, it has some it has a real sense of achievement to it, and I appreciate that. It's When you're talking about, you know, the, like the, the Zelda stuff that isn't Zelda... Yeah. It's. I, I think I like this idea of having like spin-off series. Like it's like if you want to, you know, if you're if you want to do a Zelda game, but you want to like, it's like okay, let's do something interesting and different with this. Call it something different. Yeah. Call it you know whatever. Well, so, some some extra thing. But and then and then have Final Fantasy Online. Yes, but but have and and so that way. And, like, you know, and, and call it something, you know, associated with Zelda, like, you know, call it Link. Yeah. It's a Legend of Link. Yeah. Well, Legend I mean, of Link. Zelda, okay, know. so Zelda has always had, like, side games and, you know, like, like side quests and mini games and things like that to do that are not necessarily exactly the same kind of gameplay. Like, you know, like, you look at Link to the Past, right? And there were things like the Treasure Box game, for example, or um, or the, the you know, boy, the... the um, the shooting range and things like that. But then, the horse racing stuff in Ocarina of Time. In, in Ocarina yeah. of Time, right? But it was always clear that those were sort of optional side questy things that you didn't really yeah, have yeah, to do if you didn't bonus. want to, and, and they didn't take much time. Uh, whereas I feel like with Phantom Hourglass, I'm spending tons of time sailing around in the boat, uh, like, and they, they try and make it interesting by forcing you to go certain routes or forcing you to chase the ship or the ghost ship or you know do this, that, and the other thing while you're sailing. I don't care. I don't like it, and um, and doing the stealth stuff, which is boring and dumb. So, fair enough. But uh, yeah. so uh, I have been continuing to play Final Fantasy XII, mm-hmm. and it. Uh, I'm really getting into it. I really like the uh, this, the way the story has evolved. Um, it's kind of this neat, sort of organic evolution. Like it's not like you. We need to save the world. Go. It's like you're this. You're just like. I mean. Assuming the main character is where are you in it now? Just, I'm just in the, the was it sand sea part? Oh, like okay. I, we've just escaped from the the floating cat floating right, island yeah, place. Yeah. So right. it's still pretty early on, I think. Yeah. But I'm like level fifteen or so. But uh, watch out for the big fireballs. That's where you'll start to see them. Yeah, yes. I, I got destroyed by a big fireball. <laughs> I, I was like, huh, that guy. I haven't seen him. Doopadoopadoo, attack zero damage. Huh, this is bad. <laughs> and then Le- one like, kill. Yeah, Libra, check out his. Huh, he has two twenty five thousand health, whereas everybody else I'm fighting has like six hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think maybe I'm gonna run the other way. Luckily, there's the thing with your entire party dies, but you can just swap in the red. Your, yeah. Your, so after he casts Fyraga on your entire party. Yeah, you, you, and then you, you bring your second string in. They run away, and then you can <laughs> quietly rebuild your party. <laughs> but, uh, so, okay, I, I've been thinking a lot about the Gambit system. Yeah. And it's it's great in that it, uh, you know, it takes away a lot of the, the mundane stuff. The problem is that, one, um, I'm a programmer. As my like profession, and so when I start seeing if statements, I start wanting to actually be able to actually program. Like I want to say like you know if this guy's here and this guy has low health and this guy is doing this, then do this. Otherwise, do this. Like I want to have like a full boolean logic going on here. Uh, I want to have like repeat loops and like, and then once I started thinking about that, I started realizing that. See, the problem with the Gambit system is it reveals that I could actually write a program that would play Final Fantasy XII for me in, like, ten lines of code. <laughs> and then you start realizing that maybe I'm just a program. <laughs> like, what am I doing here if I'm just, if I'm just doing... you or are you yeah, playing it? Yeah, like, if, you know, if you had, like, basically, because there's... Like, basically, the only time I have to interfere is... Um, well, one, there's certain things that I don't have the gambits for yet, which right. I know I will be getting, but I just don't have, like, the certain self gambits I don't have yet, so I have to charge my guys manually. 
And then, that's annoying. You don't get you don't get that for a long time. Yeah, and I tried to do self charge, but of course that doesn't work because then they just charge themselves all the time. So I have to wait for the charge when your self is less than ten percent or whatever. But what is the charge? Charge just gives you back your mana. Oh, but if it if it fails, you, you get, get zero. Use zero mana, mana right. so you only want to use it when you're low. Um, but uh, and then and there's also you know special case scenarios when you encounter certain types of enemies that are doing something really bad to you. But other than that, you're basically just moving them around. And it's really fun. Like, I'm really enjoying it. But it's this sort of at the back of your mind, there's sort of this idea that, huh, if I, like, if I had a little bit more complex gambit system where I could really, you know, fine-tune what these guys were doing... I would never have to touch anything and then, with the analog stick. Yeah. And then, but, and then, all I would have to do is, all you have to do is have, like, a little thing where it's, like... You know, stick to the left-hand side of the map the entire way, and just go all the way around the outside, and then do a little—you know—a very, very, very minimal AI system to guide your character around, and basically the game is finished. Yeah. And so that's a little bit worrying. The other, the other <laughs> issue that I found with Final Fantasy XII, and I haven't finished it yet. I've still—I've—it's been—I've been on hiatus from it for a while now, mm. just because it's so long that I—I was like, you know what? I'm at a point where I can remember what's going on in the story. I'm just going to stop now and then come back to it. But um, the uh, the license point system I found advanced way too quickly mm. because it's that that top right section or the top left section of the license board where all the actual useful or I guess bottom left of the top half where all the useful powers that anyone can use basically are like the enhancements mm. I have filled that up on every single one of my characters now. Mm. Yeah, it's the licensing. Like it, it seems to. I mean, I'm in favor of. I think I've talked about it before. I'm in favor of the idea of sort of um, having having the set classes because yeah. I like the idea that because then you know that the game that you're playing is built to have these particular classes and so I sort of have this concern that I'm building my guys improperly that it's going to screw me up later on but you will get so many license points but yeah you will never have to worry about but it. it's ba- like I basically am all my guys are basically the same at this point like yeah. they are I'm built the only difference is the weapons that they're using I've got a close range guy and two long range guys and that's basically the close-range guy tanks, and the long-range guys just continually heal him. But, I mean, Final <laughs> Fantasy has... And that seems to work pretty well. Final Fantasy's issue with the class system, right, is that they try and implement a class system that's easy to change and customize, but a lot of the time, well, it's, you I, just I, end up with it's, I quite characters like the, who are all the same. I quite like the uh, Final Fantasy X system, which was, yeah, which, which was, they're all in the same thing, but they start at different places. Yeah. yeah. Which then, so it sort of guides you into the right place. Although there was the advanced mode that they all start in the same place and you can take them wherever you want. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, and there was a little bit of that in that, like, the two guys that I have long range started long range. But I could easily switch them to something else if I wanted to. I just have decided that I'm going to keep them that way. Right. Um, I'm, I think at the moment, I'm hoping that I'm not, my party isn't going to get split up because at the moment I'm basically, I'm just going to stick with. I've got three guys, and because you've got the six-person party, so you just group. got the on team and the off team. Yeah, and basically, I've never used my off team. Yeah. And I, so I've got uh, Van, Balthier, and Fran are my are my A team, mm. and uh, and they seem to be doing fine. And uh, so they just sort of go along, and I don't have any. I'm hoping that the team isn't going to get split up, and I'm going to get stuck with the other guys for a bit. But I uh, we'll see, see. I, I do. I just have A team, B team. I, sw- I rotate off between them. So I have basically three roles in my Final Fantasy XII party. I have the fighter guy, the fighter guy who is also a thief, and then the spellcaster person, mm. right? And Vaughn and Pinello are the thieves. Um, Balthier and uh, Vosh are the fighters, and the chicks are the spellcasters. And I just so basically it is shit. yeah, <laughs> and I just basically switch off between those two teams uh, back and forth. So when Vaughn goes up a level, I switch him to Pinello. When when Ash goes up a level, she gets switched with Fran. That kind of thing. Yeah, I I get the thing. One of the things that really turns me off very quickly in in RPGs is too much um, grinding. In, no, too much <laughs> grinding and too much inventory management. Mm-hmm. For some reason, inventory like and so by concentrating on three guys, I'm I feel like I can kind of keeping control it's when because when you started it's like okay do i want this weapon and then i could go move out this guy and then especially and it's complicated by the fact that anybody can basically use any weapon yeah. if you buy the license so it's sort of like here but then i could switch into here and then i just start getting it's like ah uh, what am i doing why am i doing this there's uh so if i have the three guys then i can sort of be okay this 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 when i get a new gun it'll go to him when i get a new bow it'll go to her when i get a new staff like right now i'm actually pretty happy von's uh, got uh, this 
big staff, and which makes it so he does a ton of damage and he evades like half the attacks that hit him because nice. they're really good at evasion. The uh, I mean I kind of like the system in Final Fantasy IV where they they force a party on you at every point in the game. Like you never get to choose who's in your party. It's always like mm. these people are in your party. They are these classes. Make use of that. Figure out how you're gonna. Yeah, do it. I like that. And I wasn't super crazy they, about the, then you the know, forced parties, but I do like rigid job classes. Yeah, because then you know that the thing is built towards that. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then, then there's, I mean, there's a version of Final Fantasy XII that's like Zodiac something. Um, in Japan, hmm. where the characters do have classes, your their license grids are shrunk down, and you can only build within those sections mm-hmm. of, li- of the license grid. It's neat, and I think like I mean, Final Fantasy XII basically what it is is it did the it does the the sphere grid with everyone starting in the same place. Yeah, but in order to make it so you don't mess yourself up, they made this the license points easy enough to get that. Uh, you basically have that, that you don't have to worry about it, basically. But like, I mean, like I, I very rarely been in a situation where I've actually been. It's like, oh, I want to get that thing, but I don't have. Like, it's always been, I can't buy the, I, I can't buy the equipment, or I can't buy the, uh, the spell to cast, as opposed to I don't have the license for yeah. it. I, that, that's actually also my issue with twelve is that you're always short on money. Like every yeah. time you go into a town, you can you can upgrade your equipment, but upgrading your equipment costs so much money. And yeah. that you need to like, I, grind for hours to get enough loot to sell off to actually buy the stuff. You see, that, that's what I, I'm, I'm not doing that. What yeah. I'm doing is uh, I, I'm buying techniques and magic and accessories, like the, the thing, because techniques and magic work for everybody, so it's yeah. great. And basically, if I, find, if I see something good, I'll buy it, but uh, a lot of my equipment has just been stuff I've picked up. Yeah. And uh, it seems to work pretty well. I don't know. It's, it's, I, was, I was reading that uh, it's a bad... To, you don't want to keep upgrading. Like, don't. Basically, the the advice I read was, don't upgrade your guys' equipment until you have to, because basically Paul, every town will have a new version. Paul, whatever yeah. happened to upgrading everything you find lying around? <laughs> See, I this is why I'm 50 hours in and I'm not really much farther than you are at this point because I have upgraded my equipment at every possible juncture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my guys are super powerful. But well, like the thing is, my guys couldn't be that much more powerful than they are now, just because of the equipment that's available. Mm-hmm. But, but anyway. no, but they're super powerful because I have been grinding oh, so much grinding. to get that money. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's just a slightly different mindset. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also am slightly concerned with the loot, in that I'm not sure whether it's stuff I'm supposed to be keeping. No, you're supposed to sell it. They Except don't, your me. enemies don't drop money. So yeah. You get you get just you random get loot, loot, just random stuff that's never used that you're. Uh, expected thing, to sell. Thing is, that, that's what I thought, but then teleport stones show up in there. Yeah. And that weird... Huge. Yeah. But it was like, sell, 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 sell. Wait, that was a teleport... Oh, wait, why is that a loot? Shouldn't that be an item? Yeah. <laughs> that, so, other, it's, and so I saw that and I was like, oh crap. Yeah. Are there other things that I'm supposed to be keeping? Yeah, no, the overwhelming majority of it you can sell. stuff sounds cool. It's like, you know, firestone. Okay, that's something that lets me cast flame. No, apparently not. See, I mean... It's just like, a thing. I don't know. I don't think that Final Fantasy games have done a fantastic job of... Jo- or, job classes. Ten did a, did a decent job. Seven, no, uh, because your materia just dictates what you are. Yeah. Um, seven was basically the, you can be whatever you want. Right, and yeah. you just, but I mean, like, one character becomes another one just by moving their materia over. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, lim- limit breaks aside. Um, and then eight, again, your no characters were just complete, completely generic. Oh, yeah, um, I, yeah, I finally figured out how the, uh, of the, the limit breaks work in Final Fantasy XII. It took me a long time. It's like <laughs> they are cool though. Yeah, because you do it and it's like and then it's like you have five seconds. What what am I supposed to? Do? And it doesn't. It never tells you what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. But, but uh, uh, it is. I, it, I was having cool. like so much trouble with this. The was it the one of the bosses? The uh, is like the the guy at the end of the when you're escaping with Ash. Yeah. Princess Ash. Judge I was having geese. Yeah. I was having like he was just kicking my ass because. To get to him, you have to fight through this whole long thing, and he was kicking my ass. And then I finally, I was like, okay, let's see what these stupid, uh, whatever they missed, I don't know, quickening, quickening. I was like, okay, let's see what these quickening thing. And I finally like worked it all out, and like I had to like fight against little guys for a long time. For it's like, oh, okay, that's how they work. And then the first time I did it, he just killed them in one go. That was so fun for me. Too. Like, I, it was because it's like 100, 100 damage, 100 damage, limit rate, uh, the quickening just like 5,000 damage yeah. if you do it properly. Yeah. 
That, so. I love that part of the game because, I, again, like I was super powerful by the time that I got there. And there's a bit with like unlimited respawning enemies. So basically I would just run around killing the enemies over and over and over again. And their loot gets progressively better the more of them you kill in a row. In a row, yeah. Like, the yeah. bigger your combo gets, the more stuff they So it got to the point where every time one of them died, he would drop a bunch of cool stuff... Plus, he would heal everyone in my party. Plus, everyone in my party would get MP back. Plus, you know, like, wow. all sorts of I, cool I bonuses. Was, like, I, I was holding my own for a while. Like, I was, I was, like, I wasn't quite high enough that I could just do it forever. But I was, I was holding my own for a fairly long time. But then they just kept coming, and they kept coming, and they kept coming. And I was like, okay, this is, this is not going to be sustainable. I'm going to leave. And then I went, and then I immediately went into a boss fight. Yeah. <laughs> I was when, like, oh, crap. When Tally, when Tally got there, she was at the point where she, she had to go back to a previous save and uh, and get out of there because she couldn't, like, those guards, she was just basically running away from them, and she couldn't run away from all of them. Mm. <laughs> I had, um, yeah, and so, and that was, that was because I hadn't been spending my license points. I had enough license points at that point that I could, I could experiment and be like, okay, and then I gave everybody all the quickenings, which I didn't actually bother giving them before. Right. And I was like, okay, now you guys have all, all quickenings. Do your thing. And then they did. And they Indeed. killed him repeatedly. It was fun. That was coming handy. Anyway, uh, Tim. Tim. Uh, along with a little bit of StarCraft, uh, with some forum members, uh, I've also been playing Dawn of War 2. Um, I actually was watching some StarCraft replays plays, too. GonTV.net. Yeah, they're so. It, it is pretty cool. It's yeah, it's good stuff because uh, you get to. I mean, you can watch all the Korean voiceover StarCraft uh, VODs or videos on demand, um, and it's like uh, you know this is, this is kind of neat, but I don't know what any of them are saying, and you know I can tell who's winning in a fight while they're fighting, but you know you go to a place with English commentary, and it's it's kind of like watching any other sport with commentary or without. You know you can know what's going on, but you know so much more of what's going on when there are people who. You know, are super professional into the game, telling you about it. I like that there's there's like the one announcer guy, and there's like the crazy Korean guy. Yes, the, the <laughs> Korean guy who speaks English. Yeah, Super but, Daniel man. But he's just like totally insane. Yeah, he says he's he says some pretty funny things. Yeah, no, that's it's it's good. Yeah, GoTV.net, check it out. But uh, yeah, I've been playing Dawn of War too. Um, I played a ton of Dawn of War, uh, like the first one back in the day, like three years ago or so. Um, I played a lot of it with. Uh, that guild I was in, and uh, really loved that game. Uh, I, I just like the pacing of it and how you can, you know, you've got your melee guys and your ranged guys, you're running them around, and uh, very tactical. Yeah. Um, not a lot of base building. Um, it's about, you know, knowing when to engage and when to retreat and all that kind of stuff. So I, I tried Company of Heroes, which came out a little while after that, and I it was all right in single player, but I didn't really like it that much. Um, I found it was too slow and it didn't really have the mobility that Dawn of War had because what I really liked is is you know being able to run my guys back and forth and you know the big charge of your melee troops into their ranged guys so that you can tie them up so they don't just nuke you and in Company of Heroes I thought I got away with that it was all about setting your guys up and ambushes and stuff like that and I didn't really enjoy that so when I tried the Dawn of War 2 beta uh, like six months ago or whatever it felt a little bit too much like that I didn't really like it but then uh you know, I downloaded the demo because I thought I'd try it again uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, it's still a lot more like Company of Heroes than than I'd prefer, but it's it's not as bad as I thought. There still seems to be a, a decent amount of mobility and, and tactics and kind of knowing when to engage and all that. So I'm, cool. I'm, I'm still at the point where I have to figure out, you know, I can't identify troops on site, mm-hmm. and I don't know what all the different units do, and, you know, I don't know anything about the balance or when to engage and all that. And that just that takes playing time. You have to get familiar with it all. But I'm, I'm hoping that I'll get used to it more. Because uh, I'm all about the online play. I'm all about... Um, in RTSs, I, I, I enjoy single player, but I enjoy multiplayer a lot more. The, the, the whole competitive side of it. So... It, Dawn, yeah, Dawn of War specifically seems like a... Um, it would be... It's a very sort of multiplayer... Yeah. Well, the, the sort of conceit with RTS games is that the single player is sort of just training for the multiplayer, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially, like, you look at something like StarCraft 2, or, I mean, StarCraft, well, the original, I mean, like, they've got this, this, they've got this great campaign, but when you talk, when you look at all their, you know, all their advertising videos for it and stuff, it's all multiplayer. Yeah, but, I mean, I mean, StarCraft actually did have a pretty, yeah, you know, a good campaign, campaign. yeah. But, but really, it's like, okay, we've got these guys working on the campaign, but what they're going to make the campaign out of is our multiplayer game. Yeah. We're, build, we're building these three races, we're going to balance other units, 
Now, here are the units you get to use in your campaign. We're not going to change anything for your campaign because yeah, yeah. that would mess up the multiplayer. It's the uh, one thing I, I thought was kind of funny. Uh, I remember I was, I was watching some one of the, the Gum TV things, and they were yeah. uh, they were talking about this this guy who was like a new, he was like a young guy, fairly yeah. new on the scene, and they're like, you know, uh, this guy has such talent. You know, it's really a shame that StarCraft Two is coming out because uh, you know because you know he's he's has so much talent in StarCraft One. It's just <laughs> this sort of weird, yeah. Uh, you know, th- this weird sort of alternate reality where StarCraft is like a sport. Mm-hmm. And this idea this idea that they would actually be... They're, they're actually... It's actually bad that StarCraft 2 is coming in because it's... It's going to mess, know, it, up, mess ba- up their esports It's scene. basically like, it's like, you know, if if hockey completely changed. Yeah. Too, so that every, like, there was they, a new a, entirely new hockey Entirely team, new yeah. rule set that... And not, and not only is it an entirely new thing, but it is... It, like, it, the puck was made out of a different material and reacted a different way to being shot. Yeah, and now... And, and also, through no sort of fault of your own, suddenly that becomes the new standard. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, even, like you know, StarCraft II will become the new yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Like, it, because that's what it's... Because Blizzard isn't going to yeah, support... Yeah, basically, like, if they, if they introduced a whole new version of hockey as the new standard hockey, it all would of take, our NHL stars yeah. would be... They yeah, would be some as of them good. Would, yeah, yeah, some of them would over. be able to move over, and some of them wouldn't, and they would just end up... Well, I mean, that that kind of even happened a lot, the lockout. Not not too much, but they, they started introducing all the obstruction penalties and all that. So all it used to be all about the defenseman stands in front of the net and cross-checks the guy into the ba- in the back so that he can't yeah, screen the goalie. But now you have. But now it's all about skate. There's way more skating going on. The huge guys who can't skate, just you know, they stayed in the league two more years and they retired because mm-hmm. they couldn't do anything anymore. Huh. Yeah. So you know, kind of like that, except a lot more drastic. They were talking about how because now um, the StarCraft scene now, especially in Korea, is all independently supported and all that. Well, that's um, that's interesting too because all the StarCraft two. Network stuff is going to have to go through Bnet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's all going to be Blizzard, Blizzard based. Like they, they just recently the GOM TV stuff got officially sponsored by Blizzard. Yeah, they're the first league in Korea that's ever been officially sponsored by Blizzard. Wow. Um, so it's all being done independently bef- uh, in the past. Uh, all the rankings are independent. Uh, stuff like the Worldwide Invitational, which Blizzard runs, yeah. they w- used to send three players from Korea for that, and that, that was chosen by the Players Association in Korea called Kespa. Mm. Uh, and now, since GOM TV is officially sponsored by Blizzard, the three best players from the GOM TV tournaments get to go to that. Mm. And so all the Kespa people are all upset because now they don't have control. So like that kind of stuff is all going yeah, yeah, to so. revert back to Blizzard with StarCraft 2. So and, you wonder how that's going to happen. And it's this idea, like, like to, a, to sort of a layperson observer like myself, it seems like StarCraft 2, I mean, there's going to be updates... To you know, yeah. it, it's it's gonna, but it seems like it's gonna be a kind of a, you know the same thing. It's sort of mm-hmm. graphically slightly different, but it's gonna be you yeah, know all, there's a lot similar. of the same units. Very similar. But to a high level player, it's yeah. gonna be like all Super the timings are gonna be off. All the just you know any subtle changes like that are just totally gonna mess them up. Yeah. So uh, it's gonna take and at and least even a few the, years. And even the combination between like just the move to 3D. Like I remember they were talking about in one of the games they were talking about stuff like. Uh, glitching, there, there's like a whole thing with like you can glitch through uh, through the uh, mineral patches and stuff. Through yeah. mineral patches, yeah. Which is that's like a technique. Like you yeah. can take your guy and move mm-hmm. him in a special way that will get get him through a mineral patch and so you get him out of danger. Obviously, that probably won't work in StarCraft 2. No. So, anyway. It's like um, blocking animation cancelling in Dota where you can like, yeah, exactly. you attack and yeah. just as just as the character animates his attack, you move him so that it cancels the animation, but still does the attack. So you can do it much so you faster. Can do it yeah. ma- way, way, way faster. Yeah. Right. And so the question is: Is that a bug or is that a so well, it's feature? Technique now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that technique. That's, that's, like, that's like that's like that, Street Fighter. Well, that's that's exactly what it, like in Street Fighter Two. Initially, comboing was a glitch, and it was it was done just like that. You'd start a move, and just as the move made contact, you would cancel it by doing something else specific. And, and then would, do something else. You would yeah. go into another move, and it and it was an accident at first. But in as soon as they realized it, they were like, "Oh, that's really cool!" And so they turned it into an actual part of the game. And animation canceling is now such an important part of two D fighting games. Even even Street Fighter Four is relies yeah. heavily on animation canceling. So yeah, there's another game like that. I'm trying to think of what it was where. Castlevania games? Guild Wars. Uh, God, God of War. Guild Wars has a lot of that actually. But like, like um, Guild Wars. Guild Wars did for an MMO. Huh. Yeah. Guild Wars, Guild Wars is the best PvP MMO there ever has been. No question. 
Castlevania always had this stuff where, you know, like in, in Symphony of the Night, where you jump at a guy, and just before you hit the ground, you hack him with your sword so that if, as soon as you hit the ground, it would cancel the animation, you'd get another, you'd get another shot in. You could also jump in, hit just before you hit the ground, hit as soon as you hit the ground, and then cancel into a backwards dash and keep on attacking rapidly. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, anyway? Anyways, uh, yeah, RTSs. Yes. Fun games. James? Peggle! James. James and I have both been playing Peggle in the background like this uh, whole time. As yeah. for regular video games, I've played almost nothing. Whoa. This is like some Call of Duty 4. Uh, yeah, basically all I've played this last week is Call of Duty 4. It's been so gorgeous in Victoria this week. Uh, I've been pretty much outside whenever I have free time. So I've been at James the driving is one of range. Those, James is one of those freaks that actually goes yeah, outside. Yeah, driving range and uh, with my camera a lot this mm-hmm. past week. So oh, nice. You that's some, pretty much all got some uh, good photography stuff going on. Yeah. I'd just like to mention now to share my pain with everyone that I've been trying to the the challenge in Peggle um, to get 750,000 points in one level of your choice. And uh, just about 10 minutes ago, I got 745,550. Oh! I still so, still can't beat the 400,000 point me challenge. Me neither. It's uh, like that level is it's not, just, it's not possible. The four, which one's that? The one with the, the, the two spirals S's. down the sides. The it's the last, the, the last mission in the forward. second row of challenges. It's terrible. Uh, the, this uh, is sorry. Sorry, the closest I've gotten on that one is three hundred twenty-eight thousand. I think. I never try. And I try right now. I've only Here ever broken three hundred thousand on that level once. Yeah, uh, is the Askler <coughs> at where it's supposed yes, to be? Yes. Ah. We're at the beginning of page forty-nine. Yes. Today is where we're supposed to be. That looks about right. Okie doke. So Askler. Uh, uh, Killum asks, uh, whatever happened to the occasionally can I get a meanwhile? I haven't heard of that in any videos. Um, I believe that's the thing from Fail House, isn't it? That's yes. Alex, isn't it? Oh, no, that was Alex. Yeah, that was asking Alex, yeah. So we never, that was never in an actual video. Oh, and also, also from, uh, Kalem or Salem, uh, what is the hardest stunt you've ever had to do in a video? Can you remember do that question? Hot lid. <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't even there for one. that, but I think it was a different. I think it was worded no. differently. It was worded differently, yeah. Uh, so we did answer that, but uh, I believe it was either yeah the potlid. Well, it's not really a stunt. It's just getting hit. <laughs> it just hurt. Or when, the choke, when I, the when, choke slam was pretty bad. When or I had to get thrown over the balcony. Or you know. total total, oh, total immersion in, uh, in. Yeah, but again, that's not a, that wasn't difficult. That was just unpleasant. <laughs> what was the hardest stunt? I think like the I think something that was actually hard to do. Something that was that was pretty hard to do actually was in uh, in Hustle when when Morgan um, Morgan and Bill are in Jer's place. Oh with yeah. The dice, yeah, and then oh, Morgan yeah, yeah. Morgan pops his head down from the thing. Oh, what yeah. we had to do for that is Jer's got the little stairs up around the back side there, like you can see the the cupboard stairs or whatever. And then there's uh, a railing at the top that Morgan had to hang off of that head down while two people one each gra- grabbed one of his legs to hold him from the top, and we had to stand there for like. Five, not five minutes, but like two minutes at a time, just hugging his legs as hard as we can yeah. so he wouldn't fall because he couldn't support his own weight at all. Yeah, yes. just for and we had to do we had shot. to do it like four times. Yeah, sitting there while people flubbed their lines, and we're sitting there like no, I, I, I was holding one like I can't. It wasn't, it wasn't even yeah, it was that was the, that was the one where I just had to come in and and check the drink and do all the, yeah. like, that series of things. Right, right. Um, and Graham would be like, "Oh sh- crap! I I was moved or I moved wrong, or I would, yeah. or you know, I pick up the glass and it wouldn't drop properly, or yeah, whatever. the lid wouldn't come off." Or... Uh... So yeah, I mean, I'm I don't know about James, but I was having a really hard yeah, time thinking, "I'm going to drop him! I'm going to drop him!" And then you start thinking, "Huh? Maybe I should." I'm going to drop him. him. <laughs> yeah. Funny how you, when you say yeah. something just a little bit differently, <laughs> <laughs> changes the meaning entirely. Uh, yeah, I think I'd probably put that as one of the more technical, more difficult stunts. I think. Yeah. Morgan's various remote things and. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> the remote flips. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that was actually the hard. Uh, that was pretty hard. He got, he got pretty good at it towards the end, like after practicing a bit. But, yeah, so yeah. We took a little lot of takes on that one. But that was totally legit. He did that full on. Yep. Uh, Ziplock asks: Is Paul regularly shaving now, or does his Chin stubbornly refused to grow hair. I shave every day, pretty much, or every other day, or depending on if I'm not doing anything in particular or I don't care about, you know, how I look. Then every couple of days, but uh, <laughs> I uh, I do have to shave. It's pretty much after two days, I've got a pretty serious stubble going on. So, uh, Ziblock also asks, Have you ever seen the late '80s classic Killer Clowns from Outer Space? 
No. And if not, do you want to? Yes. <laughs> the real clowns with a K. <laughs> yes, clowns okay. with a K. If I have heard of it. See, I'd be more I just haven't watched it. There's a great um, Bob Angry Flower. Uh, this is a, uh, a wonderful webcomic, angryflower.com, by Steve Notley. But he has a there's a recurring gag that he's always trying to pitch a pitch a movie called Clown Cops. <laughs> it always gets shot down. But anyway, I I'm I think all clowns are killer clowns. So. Yes, it's true. Anyway. Even the sad ones, especially the sad ones. Uh oh. Okay. Somebody, really sad. It. They, those are painted on tears. <laughs> <laughs> the amativeness has already answered uh, Salem's question. Or Salem's question. Okay. Guys, uh, why does everybody have non-pronounceable names? Petit Qui. Petit Qui. That's how I always say Petit Qui. Okay. P-T-I-T-Q-U-I. Petit Qui asks, if money was no object and you could choose to relocate your operation and yourselves, would you? where would you move to? L.A. would be wise. I would really not want yeah. to Montreal. Montreal I could definitely go with. No. I mean, if money was if we were in the position where money was no object, then it would be pretty happy to be here. Yeah. I mean Yeah, that's true. The main problem yeah, with if money were no object. Man, it's loud in the neighborhood today. If money were ob- no object, we'd really that have no need. That was because of the person I killed. Yeah. So we, that was my bad. We'd really have no need to relocate, <laughs> but if money were an object but we had more of it, if we actually wanted to make a go of web TV as like doing web video as a... We'd move to Montreal. I'm not moving uh, to the East Coast. No, L- I'd rather LA. go to L.A. If we, I, if, we wanted, if we actually want to network and get into the appropriate circles and things, we pretty much have to go to L.A. Alternately, I, I would to Saskatoon. Did I you would, consider Saskatoon, Matt? I would seriously... Uh, <laughs> like, the only, the only way I would move to L.A. is if someone was like, come to L.A., we will give you all this money. Here's the job. Like, I really hate LA <laughs> from the I haven't had that much experience in it but every experience every I've had with it has bad. been the most horrible place I've ever been yeah so uh, I would I could I could go to San Francisco well as long as we were like within spitting distance of LA yeah Why would you wouldn't need to, to actually California's be in LA broke as fuck let's not go there <laughs> yeah I know but that's, that's Portland where all the... I can see I bet I mean I'd like to think but yeah. it's not where all the it's, web TV is it's where the they, they, pretty much the, the fundamental like web really. TV community is based out of There's LA like three that are big in LA. And that's really it. But all the like all the aggregators, all the yeah. I could see going down to like Seattle. I like Seattle as a city. Yeah, but yeah. the whole thing with the internet is that you can communicate with people yeah, who not you, living in the city. But it's a lot harder and you can't it's and there, there, there is lots of people and, who, and are, network who are like, hey, you guys should come by. And we're like, uh, we're in Canada. We yeah. are very far away. Uh, <laughs> Tube Filter does like a monthly web TV meetup in LA where like all kinds of people who do web series meet up and and talk about what their plans are and what they're doing and and share ideas and things like that. We can't do any of that. I don't want to talk to other people who are doing web series. Though. <laughs> don't seem like very that's, interesting people. But that's how you get <laughs> cross promotion and your name recognition. Uh, so yeah, uh, New York might be kind of interesting too. New York would be interesting. I, w- I w- I've never actually been to New York. New York. I'd actually like to go to New York sometime. Just to, it seems like you know if you want to get I'm stuff. I'm going done. next year. For sure. Uh, all right. A additional question from the same person. Uh, what is your biggest challenge, or what is your biggest setback slash challenge as far as the videos go? Uh, laziness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, saying we're gonna or. I know. I, I'm trying to think of like, is there a specific video that had a big setback in it? No, not particularly. I would say logistics is probably yeah. The biggest, lo- logistics the is always issue. the problem. Is We've getting... only got two people, well, three people with Tim who can drive. Yeah, um, and it's... my car is functionally useless for carrying anything. Um, and it's just and we getting all, people together yeah, all in the we same all have, day. We all have day jobs. We all have other things we like to do outside of the website and trying to organize it so that we've all like we all we all book. Saturdays off so that we can we have one day a week that we can get together and and film a video and do stuff. But if we have to do stuff during the week, um, if it spills it's, over, it's a nightmare. It's especially like Commodore Hustle. We I mean it's been better in the light lately, but Commodore Hustle can just be a huge like especially there's uh, was it two or three episodes ago where there was like fifteen people in the episode. Yeah, and wrangling that like this is one task I don't envy Graham at all. 
Um, but uh, it like just, I don't envy most of Graham's task. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but uh, wrangling that many people together in so that we can get us all meeting up at the same time and and available for long enough that we can get the scenes we need to get shot shot is uh, uh, yeah yeah. So uh, and more additional question. Do you know if season one or two DVD will be back on sale? I've advanced this on many occasions, but uh, two uh, probably definitely. Season one has lots of copyrighted music in it, so. We're maybe some kind of like best of. Yes. Don't count on seeing season one anytime yeah. soon. Unless you see us in person, in which case, you know, you might see some of the individual videos. Yes. I have a season one. I will sell it for $500. I also have a season one. I actually also have a season one DVD. Yeah. We all do. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I have the first pressing. I don't. I have one of the later ones. Well, that's probably good because it probably works a lot better than mine does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, Lying in Bedmon asks, has Paul recovered from his Phalanite addiction? I don't think I had a Phalanite addiction ever, did I? Uh, you uh, might want to wipe Phalanite from your nostrils the, the before you make that claim. I had a Phalanite ring. Paul, Paul's, According to Paul the fan had his mustache had above his goatee to hide his Phalanite addiction. Yeah. Like a scenester. Yeah. Apparently, but he's, uh, uh, he's got glowing fel- orange dust around yeah. his nostrils. Apparently, Phalanite is a snortable substance. Well, if you grind it up. Uh, Anything is snortable, Paul. Yeah. You should learn this lesson. It's important. So, yeah, I, I wasn't aware that I actually had one of those. Uh, I think I just had the ring. And, I mean, I was the miner in the, <laughs> well, mining the family. Paul, the first step in solving your problem is admitting you have one. Yeah, but I, I don't want to solve that problem or admit that I have one because I don't think I do. <laughs> yes. See? Denial. You're yes. in denial. I'm in denial. And I will stay solidly in the first stage. All right, uh, now for a time-traveling question. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. As I am sure most geeks do, whenever I find a new location, I immediately assess it for use against a specific threat. In my case, it's commonly Romero-style zombies. Sounds like an XKCD comic. Yeah. Do any, any of the crew have such a habit? If so, how would Moonbase Mark II fare against their fantasy threat? Horribly. Very poorly. Horribly. <laughs> well, you know what, actually? We've got the back end. Actually, you take down those stairs. Yeah, Zombie, right? if, you, if we're talking zombies that can't climb very well, then we're actually not... A, no, many, there's another flight of stairs in the building. What we need to do yeah, is... Yeah, but we can we barricade. Need to lock the front That's gate. at the end of the hall. I know. No, 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 no. Take that stair out. Knock that stair but, down. Well. But leave the gate. <laughs> lock that gate. Lock those doors. Lock these doors. Barricade the... Oh, come on. Those doors and these doors... Don't even bother locking <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, against, the, against barricade, a zombie? Barricade the no. hallway. Again, or, or take some out some random or, person? No. <laughs> take out take out the staircase. Either we probably take out that staircase too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we could open the barn door and take pot shots. Out. Yeah, exactly. I think that would work out pretty well. Just actually. snipe from uh, and just make sure that you shoot them far enough away that they don't form a pile, pile below yeah. the door. <laughs> Basically, my plan if if zombies ever attacked, my plan is quite simple: hightail it to Walmart. Barricade the fuck out of Walmart so they can't get in. You and everybody that, else that, that's ever seen a zombie movie, James. That's fine. I don't think a lot of people in Victoria think like I'm thinking right now, <laughs> to be honest, though. I think a lot of people in the city would be fucked if zombies attacked, personally. Well, this is so, a college town, though, take, James. There are a lot of people take, our age. Get to Walmart. That's fine. We, a lot of us can hold up in Walmart. That's a lot so, of stuff. I think, I think and what, they you, what you want to do, though, is, is Langford Walmart. Not town and country. I'm not driving all the way to fucking Langford if there's zombies <laughs> on the loose. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But, I, but James, 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 yes, I do. Don't, don't want to drive to Langford James. even for zombies. <laughs> <laughs> James, lower concentration of population. Yeah, but we have to get out there. That's a 20 minute drive in zombie infested Victoria. In progressively, <laughs> progressively less densely populated it's as a, you go. The problem is, any place like that has got like big glass windows and stuff. It's, it's true. That or I just hightail it for like the West Coast. Like go up to like Tofino or something. No zombie's gonna find Tofino. <laughs> Unless Tofino's already zombie People can barely exactly. find it. Any zombie that ends up in Tofino will just get washed I, away in the tsunami. I figure yeah. Vancouver we'll Island will probably boredom. have a pretty decent sort of head start on the whole zombie thing. Because if zombies were sort of starting to attack, fairies get shut down, I would hope, mm-hmm. fairly quickly. I think we could slow down the zombie. Actually, you can walk along the... You know, what a, you know what a barricade of fairies? No, no, zombie, no, no, I hate that. Zombies <laughs> cannot walk underwater and stuff like that. Yeah, Why not? James, you know, what a good I, you know what a good idea for, uh, like, 
raid Walmart, then hightail it to a ferry. And then set the ferry out from shore. Get on the ferry. And get the hell out of town. And just, like, do a deck, like, close all, get on, close all the doors so that nobody else can get on. Get on, yeah. Do a deck-by-deck clearing out of it. Then sail off into the water. And yeah, stay man. there until your food supplies yeah. run out, and then just do I mean, there's, a, there's a lot of food. That, like I mean, there's a, there's a whole white spot on a ferry. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah you can just toss that I shit like in the that. microwave, just like the exactly. restaurant. All right, so uh, one of us needs to get a job at uh, BC Ferries now, so we can inside man. Yeah, we need an inside man for this. But I like no. That. I, I think we could steal a ferry. Are we talking like a super ferry? No, I mean like a super sea. Yeah, you a super sea, and you got all the video games on there. That's too, true. Wow, wow. I like this plan. All right. Uh, I mean, all right. And then you just do hit and run raids on coastal towns. Yeah, that's you need true. to restock. We need a lot of gas, though. Mm, gas Ferries is Well, that's why I'd say you, you go out and then you just turn it off and stay. Fair enough. Yeah, Not very far yeah. offshore. No, just yeah. far. Like, far so you can they get know far you're enough there. that you yeah. can't. <laughs> far, yeah, far enough that the zombies can see you, <laughs> but not far enough that you're they safe. Can get to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and the last part of this, it also, also it currently appears that I will be in Victoria for the final week of August. Would a fan showing up stalker style from across the pond in the aforementioned moon base freak you the hell out? Yes. Uh, if not, what reaction would you have? Uh, uh, we would have the reaction of being on our way to Seattle that week. No. Well, no, it's no, the it's first week. We, uh, we love, we love meeting fans and stuff, uh, uh, but you don't want to just, call. you don't, yeah, you don't want to show up just without us knowing Especially who you are. Especially when we're trying to film something. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, it's, um, if you are going to be in town and contact us, then I'm sure, uh, we can figure something yeah, out. Figure something Stalk, out. Stalking us around town for a week, probably not your best option. This is lying in bed uh, we're talking Also about. a yes. very boring vacation. Uh, yeah. Uh, letting us know you're in town and maybe, like, getting a meal one night or something. Yeah. Probably totally arrangeable, but... Don't count on us don't, entertaining don't you. Don't expect us yeah. to entertain you for a week. Uh, We're not that entertaining. No. Yeah, we barely entertain ourselves. Yeah. Uh, Element Shaw asks, Do you have concerns that by improving your popularity, the well-behaved LRR forum may become like any other forums? And is that a risk you're willing to take? I, our forums are getting pretty big over the last couple yeah, months. Yeah, they've been year. getting bigger. They've been getting progressively bigger. I don't think they've been getting much worse either. No, yeah, they, I, I, mean, I've, um, I consider that uh, our forums are one of the better places. Yeah. The only I think, I think once you get a critical right. mass of well-behaved people, then new people that come in, are they either buy into that or they get exiled. Yeah, yeah. well, that's, and, and that's sort of what's what's been happening, too, yeah. is we've been getting people who are getting either, like, somebody comes in and does something stupid and they get railed on. Yeah, by, the, uh, by the like, members. everybody. Yeah. Um, for instance, as happened in last week's podcast thread, where a guy came yeah, in, come in yeah, and, and was like, just you. punch Matt in the face every time he opens his mouth. Yeah. And then the like next seven responses were, well, well I told him to go die in a fire. And uh, then the next... you're hostile like that. <laughs> he was a dick. But you weren't mad at him. No, <laughs> no I was mad at him. <laughs> but, uh, you know, three or four people then came in and were like, Way to be a dick, douchebag, and he hasn't posted since. So yep. you know, I'm all right with that. I mean, hopefully, I, uh, hopefully he, cause, I mean the, the hope with that is not only that it'll drive people out, but also that people will come in, you know, they'll see, oh, well, this is a different kind of community, and then maybe they'll... Yeah, well, I mean... Like, yeah. not saying we don't want that guy to come back. We just want him to come back better. Yes, well, I mean, you've got two possible options. You either, you're a dick, and people don't accept you, and you go away, or you're a dick, and people don't accept you, and you become less of a dick. We know he probably listens to the podcast, so... We do. Yeah. I, and I'm not getting punched in the face. I like the idea. Um, <laughs> I, I like to think that um, just the, the 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 idea. I mean, the thing that that is that make put, brings the loading ready run forum together is loading ready run. Of course, every in theory, everybody on the forum likes loading ready run, and so I like to think that <laughs> a certain uh, we we attract a certain type people with a certain uh, sensibility. I know that I've I've found like things um, stuff when we've had like the you know we've had uh, unskippable things, and we have the threads on the forum for unskippable stuff, uh, as opposed to the threads on um, on, on on the escapist. And the things that people find funniest, people on our forums find funniest, and the lines that they choose to quote are consistently the things that I personally find funniest. Yeah. So I'm like, excellent. Either. You people are being drawn here because we have a similar sensibility, or we're changing you to make your sensibility <laughs> like ours. Whatever the case, Either you're way, definitely on I the like right it. track. Yeah. So, uh, I think there's a bit of that too. Is this idea that you know people, the people who like our, I think the people who like our videos uh, are tend to be 
pe- the kind of people who we want to hang out with. So, more people answering that question. Zivlog, how is it in the future? Has the banking crisis been solved yet? This has been uh, posted so, on March. 22nd, this is this by is the, way. the future from March twenty second. So this yeah. is only like two months. So word yeah, to the really wise. Like two months. People who are like, next year, when the economic crisis is over, there will probably be a second crisis before there is a solution. Mm. You know, Jer, you're not being very positive. I'm sorry, but it's true. <laughs> we need to reinforce we are he- consumer confidence, Jer. I, consumer confidence. Matt, get people buying yeah, it's again. It's people like you who caused the crisis in the first place. <laughs> I'm sorry, but... People it, like you with no money. The second crisis is not going to be a... Cre- is not going to be a, uh, a housing based credit crisis like the previous one it is going to be a debt crisis and it is going to happen within Um, the next couple of years isn't the current crisis debt crisis no this is like an international debt crisis so well uh buckle down do not we're not out of the woods yet so let's answer this these quickly so has bank crisis been solved yet uh No. no no it is in process uh are runners t-shirts available yet yes 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 is, what is the time differential between when this question is asked and when it's being answered? I think uh, the answer is already two March, months. March. It's March, two and a half months, March yeah. 22nd. Yeah. So two and a half months. How does that make you feel about the political situation in Nepal? Three and a half months. Three and a half months. I'm more interested in the political situations in Iran and Honduras, but. Mm. Uh, but how does Iran the time? How does how does the time it took between as, asking and us answering make us feel about the political situation <laughs> in Nepal? <laughs> Uh, indifferent? Yeah. I guess Slightly more intrigued than otherwise. When this question was asked, there wasn't a uh, political yeah. crisis in Iran. Nope. Has the runner's website been sure. put up yet? It has. Yes. It has. It is very cool uh, and successful, I would say. <laughs> okay, the future <laughs> thing is not that funny anymore, okay? Uh, hello, future Loading Mary Run crew. Are the new, how are the new robotic overlords? Are they treating you well? I, for one, welcome our new robotic overlords. We're on the moon, uh, so... Uh, We've always protectors. had robotic overlords. No, right, protectors. Yes. Protectors. Protectors. Yes. Yes. Robotic over. <laughs> <laughs> protectors, I meant. Yes, protectors. There's uh, actually the Onion uh, News Network has a really hilarious video about that. Nice. Uh, okay, we should probably finish this up. Yeah, I, I think that we are like over an hour at this point. So. We're at an hour and six minutes. Yeah. Oh, Maybe no. we should stop it right there. Okay. All right. All right, that was the last question for Ask Clark. Uh, so we are not very far down the page. We're about halfway down the page. On 48? On 49. 49, 49, 49, 49. Start at start 1,200. All right. So we have done 1,200 questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's, we've answered a lot of freaking questions. I'd like to know how many podcasts we've done. Uh, that, wouldn't be that, hard. Uh, that wouldn't be that hard to find out. No, it wouldn't be. Podcast probably, challenge. Count all the podcasts for us. How many podcasts? Probably about 100. can do a... Quick database query that we yeah. more yeah. than a, more than I guess would be 130. I don't know, like a lot. You know, podcasts are, are you know someone's like, hey, it's our hundredth episode, and I'm always every time they do that, I'm like, how many episodes have we done? <laughs> All right, so that was the podcast. Um, yeah, that was the cat. That was the the past. Odd cat. Oh. Past. The past. I thought you were going to try for an internal oh. instead of external one that time. Go for oddcast. Oddcast. That's not even a portmanteau, it's just taking the middle of the word for no particular reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, Paul.